Good morning. This is the Glenn Eckhart Show, and we are making a difference. It's a great morning here at uh, WGPA. H A WGPA. Uh, just talking to Chris here, and uh, uh, I'm looking forward to turning the mic over to my good friend Austin James uh, from the Nazareth Times. And uh, what do you think, Austin? I think this is a very interesting time that we're in right now, but I cannot wait to talk to the Lehigh Valley, that's for sure. Oh, great. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, the weather is nice and warm. and That's a beautiful uh, day out. Yeah, it mm-hmm. is. Chance mm-hmm. of thunderstorms, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, we'll see. I heard that, but I'm like, I don't know, it's sunny out today, so I don't know. Yeah. It's nice and warm out, though. So, so uh, we're still uh, waiting for uh, uh, a guest to uh, give us a call, and... Um, should we give away a hoagie right now, right Ooh, off the bat? that's a good idea, yeah. Actually, I'm kind of hungry, so that yeah. sounds good. <laughs> hey, you got to go to Bergie's General, General Store down mm. in Hellertown, and uh, it is a 16-foot, whatever oh kind you like. Uh, I mean, 16 yeah. inches. 16-foot, yeah. yeah. oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> 16 <laughs> inches, <laughs> sorry. And uh, you literally need a wheelbarrow to carry it out. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, we've we've been... <laughs> Uh, we've had guests who have mm-hmm. told us this from oh, yeah. from the phone call, uh-huh. and uh, it's uh, a good time. Uh, so all you do is ask for Kim when you go down, mm. or just give us a call here okay. at the we'll station, yep. and uh, we will uh, give you a hoagie. Oh, we oh, already well, got oh, I that. Think, I think we got the it. The hoagie's right. gone already. It's gone already. Someone just called in. Oh, oh my God. All right. wow. I hope so. Yeah. I hope they have a family of four. <laughs> hey, good morning. Morning. What's up, man? Hey, not much. You got a hoagie. Yeah. Um, a little early. I'm still doing breakfast, but uh, <laughs> hoagies are good anytime. Yeah, congratulations, man. man. they really inches. are. Uh, you're familiar with Wasser Goss. Wasser Goss, general store uh, just outside of Hellertown. Yeah, I know where that's at. I, I go down to, uh, I, I take barns down for a living and stuff, and I, I go down that way to one of my barns. Oh, cool, cool. Uh, what was your name Actually, again? Actually, I had some of their stuff in the past, and it, it, it's, oh, it's that's pretty good. kick-ass. That's I good. Can I say kick-ass on the air? I guess well, I did. Twice. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, All right, yeah, Bernie's uh, General really Store. Cool. So what do I do? I just go in there and... and um, yeah, we'll call, we'll call it in and or? let Kim know that you're coming. And, of course, Bergie's General Store is 3640 Lower Saucon Road, Hellertown, Pennsylvania. And you can always call ahead and order at uh, 610-570-8008. So thanks for calling in. Thanks for listening. Yeah, Any... well, I always listen. I've been listening for a long time. Oh, that's awesome. Good. In that's fact, um, you guys do a couple of my homemade commercials. Okay, oh, cool, great. cool. Just just ask him about Josiah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, cool. Awesome, that sounds I, I don't want to go Dutch on you early in the morning. <laughs> no, hey, if you ain't Dutch, you ain't much. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Bunch of dumb bunnies out there, that's for sure. I know, I know. There definitely are. Uh-huh. So, and they're Democrats, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't want to step on any toes either this morning. No, don't don't worry about that. Hey, we got a guest uh, 
uh, who Austin's going to interview, yeah, just actually, walked I guess in. Just walked in. Actually. Yeah, he just walked yeah. into the studio. Cool. So I'm going to turn this over to Austin. Awesome. And uh, I guess you won't need me anymore then. Uh, okay. We on, always right. need you. Keep listening. Got to get Got to get Chicken Man back on the air. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you much. I'll talk to you later. All right, Austin. All right, so we I'm have excited. a state senator here. Yes, we do. All right, you take over, my friend. All righty, Lehigh Valley, get ready because we have a pretty cool guest at our show today. Please welcome Pennsylvania State Senator Mary Scavello, who proudly serves the residents of Monroe and Northampton counties. Welcome to the show, Senator. Oh, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank I, you. And I did say your name right, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, good. Yes. Good. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, we're excited to have you on the show. Um, if you would like to talk to the Senator and I, please give us a call at the studio at 610-866-8074. So, you know, we like to really like, uh, we like to have a lot of fun on the show. We like to love, laugh, and have fun, promote everything in the Lehigh Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything from the latest and greatest, uh, events, food, cocktails, entertainment, all kinds of good stuff. But, you know, we are community media. And more than ever, that is so important. Uh, community is really important, especially in these uncertain times. Uh, we really need to band together, and that's why we love having our local politicians on from every side to talk about all the wonderful things they are doing for our district. So with that said, Senator, you are a busy man. Holy cow. <laughs> you know, it, it, this is um, different times. Mm-hmm. I've never it is. experienced this. Um, I don't think this, our country's ever experienced anything like this. I agree. Where, uh, be, be, you have the COVID-19, and now you have these riots going yes. on mm. just about when you were about ready to start to open businesses up. I uh, am, yeah. yes. And um, I'm just um, hoping that that calms down. It seems to be calming down. I think some of the, there are some spots where it's not, mm-hmm. and I blame some of those mayors maybe because, yes. you know, you and just can't allow that to happen. New York City is just yeah. and is one of the ones in mind. Yeah, DC, DC really, uh, that got me upset. Yeah, yeah to be you quite cannot honest. allow that to happen. Yeah, no. Um, you know, it's okay to if you if you quietly protest, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But yep. first of all, protect yourselves. You know, the governor's in each one of these states saying you gotta it's, it's distance, you know, distance properly and everything, and that's exactly. not happening. So no. they just threw that all out the window. But yep. but the point is that. Uh, what happened up there in Minnesota should not have happened. No, and the, and and it's I can understand people being mad, being upset, mm-hmm. but there's ways to do it. Um, yes, yes, I'm sure that um, you know um, you get in on the phone and contact in our offices. Uh, you know, if you're looking for legislation, things that should be happening, mm-hmm. put pressure on on the elected officials, mm-hmm. but don't go out there and and start to vandalized because especially these small businesses right now are were hurting so badly and now on top of that you know when they're ready to open Mm -hmm. they're getting pilfered and broken windows i just uh you know to me it's just it's senseless you know i don't understand i think there's a there's three groups of people here that i see i see the protesters which listen by all means protest please that is your constitutional right please protest but do it peacefully Mm-hmm. There are the rioters, and then there are the instigators. Yeah. Yeah. And I just don't understand these people living in these communities who are actually breaking into their own businesses, not their businesses, but the ones they frequent at. Yeah. They're already suffering. And now we have a hurricane coming on top of that, yeah. from what I'm hearing. <laughs> so it's, it, it, This is um, – it, 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 the times are just mm-hmm. – and, and now look at the other side. Mm-hmm. The COVID-19, yes, exactly. we almost have 2 million people unemployed. Yep. In Pennsylvania. That's a lot. And of this is something that I'm not proud of because no. 
we are we have the highest unemployment of any state. Mm-hmm. So just think of a state with, like California with three times better than three times our population, mm-hmm. and they have less people unemployed, which wow. is telling you that we've maybe closed a little too much on the business side yes. and held them closed for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, and then the governor, uh, instead of looking at opening up some businesses, and this is going, I'm going back four or five weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, he decides to crack down on businesses, mm-hmm. uh, thre- threatening to take their licenses, and mm-hmm. uh, if they don't, mm-hmm. um and he, he, he tries to take their licenses mm-hmm. or, ha- or or other other issues. Mm-hmm. And then what he does is he hires 200 people who don't know what they're doing up in Harrisburg mm-hmm. to handle the unemployment load. Yes, so, and that was quite the debacle. <laughs> you know, I'm Everyone. like, come on. You know? <laughs> oh, I know. And, you know, people had a – and actually I think people are still going through that right now where, where they're not getting their unemployment or their stimulus money yet. Yesterday. And a lot of the small businesses are not getting help. <laughs> Yesterday, I mm-hmm. was in my office. I didn't visit, go around. Mm-hmm. I was in my office. I went to, I, I for a purpose because I knew there would be calls. On, yep. 84 calls on unemployment. 84 calls. 84 wow. calls. People that haven't been paid in so long. Wow. And now I'm getting calls from some outside districts that we've mm-hmm. been pretty successful in helping people. Mm-hmm. But it, it is just, uh, it's um, unbelievable. Wow. And, and I've got people literally tearing on the phone that I, I just don't have any money. I've, it's been this long. And, you know, um, and, and they want to go to work. That's yeah, the other thing. I've been doing videos uh, to, you know, to get the governor to, to look. And, mm-hmm. and I know he looked because when there was no construction outside, uh-huh. you know, I did a, 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 a spoof on the, on, the, on the street there that mm-hmm. uh, the construction was all stopped. There's nothing mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. And I talked to uh, the truck. I says, hey, wouldn't you like to go back to work? Mm-hmm. How long have you been? sitting here <laughs> you know in a three and a half mile stretch of road where mm. six people normally work mm. now tell me why they can't work you know and mm. and pave a road and fix a road yes and exactly. no he has them on unemployment you know it, yeah and thank god he woke up there and he started to allow some of these yeah. uh, construction jobs back but though that should have been going on from day one and now yes. because he backed that up Mm-hmm. Now you're going to have a lot more going on in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. Like today, I-80. Mm-hmm. I-80 was one lane for about – that's why I was a few minutes late. Mm-hmm. I-80 was one lane for about four miles. Wow. And so wow. – um, and, and you got work going on on 33 right mm-hmm. now. Uh, but these things should have been done three months ago. Yeah. No, I agree. You know? You know, there are, there are certain things that shouldn't have been shut down, in my opinion. Um, yeah. We could have kept the lot open safely, of course, because yeah. we safely. have to be safe, of course. Exactly. You know, listen, like I'm not saying, oh, my God, let's infect everyone and just open up and say, ah, screw it. Listen, that's not anyone's goal, I don't believe. You know what I mean? We want to do this safely. We want to get the businesses back open, families fed, because you're right. People are calling you crying. That's yeah. awful. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah, I, I just being on the other, you feel so so badly for oh, them. Yeah, I do. You know, and uh, especially right now, the you know, families and oh. all. So we try our very best. And I look. Mm-hmm. I called the secretary of uh, labor. Actually, I got him yesterday. Oh, great! I says, look, Jerry, we got to You got to mm-hmm. get on on this stuff. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on up there, but I do understand. You know, he's got a system that they used to like three thousand, four thousand mm-hmm. people, okay. five thousand people, mm-hmm. and now he's got two million. You know, mm-hmm. and then the the, the uh, they put a system out mm-hmm. there. 
that to handle that six hundred dollars coming from the federal government. Okay. It took about a week and a half to put it up. Mm-hmm. The day they got it going was on a Saturday. It crashed. Mm-hmm. They had seventy thousand people mm-hmm. applied for it, wow. and the system crashed. Mm-hmm. Two weeks later, they finally we're starting up again with mm-hmm. it and now they're finding out that uh, there's a lot, quite a bit of fraud going on yes right. I actually saw that yeah. now unbelievable yeah. in, gov- in government there's fraud yeah. 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 yeah oh I know right amazing we have two checks in my office right now from the same person mm-hmm. for about $8,000 from them and the checks are Checks were issued by the state. You know what's funny? I, I actually was talking to someone a couple of days ago. They said that their cousin got paid double with the stimulus. They got two stimulus checks, like back to back. And I'm just like, that's odd. Yeah. But I'm sure that is happening. I mean, there are mistakes, of course, as we know in government. There are plenty of mistakes being made uh, at, at a state level, local level. It doesn't matter, yeah. county level. And it happens. Um, I just wonder how often that's happening. <laughs> when you print $3 trillion. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because you didn't have it. You just printed yeah. it up, and yep. here it is. Sure did. Um, you know, you tend to, you know, have um, – how do I put it? Mismanagement. <laughs> mismanagement exactly. or you're kind of lax on what you're – you know, you're just mm-hmm. interested in getting it out. Exactly. And that's and that's the problem, yeah. you know. And unfortunately, uh, it's happening. And yeah, But yes. I know that they now uh, got wind of it, and they're starting to – you know, there'll be some – some people going to jail probably because oh definitely it's it, those from what I just sourced almost seven thousand dollars on with one person wow and now where is the six hundred hours a week coming from I mean do you know where where they got that sum from <laughs> um, I always wondered that well somebody wanted to raise the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour and they felt in D C that they can pop top that on mm-hmm. and so what it'll do it it'll force people to raise the minimum wage now even the governor who misspoke I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you. He was asked by one of the local businesses mm-hmm. through his question, okay. uh, the person asked the questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is on live TV. He says, Governor, some businesses feel that when this is over, mm-hmm. their employees might not want to come back to work because they're making more on unemployment. Yep. He, and he's, and, they, and they, do they have to come back to work? He says, no. Since I was a small business person, I would raise the uh, compensation. Mm-hmm. And that's not correct. If the mm-hmm. job is open, they have to go back to that job. Yes, and I agree. Say, and yeah. I think that $600 ends in the end of July, I think. And, yeah. and the reason why I brought that up is because, well, I'm a numbers guy, okay? I play mm-hmm. the stock market every day. And mm-hmm. I was dividing that number a bit. And I was like, okay, take that divided by 40, it gives you 15. And, and, and just that's the assumption that I came up with. I was like, wow, that's really, that's yeah. interesting. You yeah. know what I mean? And it's like, to me, it's like a big experiment and I don't like that because you're right people don't want to go back to work and I've heard this from multiple people like oh my job called me back in I mean I'm going to go back but I don't want to that's not good yeah I don't want to sit home all day. I'd rather work. We we um, we get these calls all the time. Say, mm-hmm. look, I don't feel right. Should I go back? To, and I says, look, if the if the job is back, mm-hmm. as long as they do what the, the CDC guidelines, exactly. you know, and they make sure Safely. that they do that, they mm-hmm. have to protect you. You have to go back, otherwise yes. you lose your unemployment. Exactly. And so, uh, it, but the, we're getting those calls. They're, they're like, mm-hmm. they need me to tell them that to go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you, know? you know, and I really think that you know, like. Personally, I think the compromised should, you know, be a little bit more lenient, you know, with them, with people that are compromised that have lung issues. You know, that's right. understandable. Right. But if you're perfectly healthy, go back to work. Be safe, of course. Wash yeah. your hands. Wear a mask if you need mm-hmm. to or have to or want to. But, you know, be yeah. safe. You know, a lot of people don't talk about what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody thinks, well, we're saving lives by doing what we did. But mm-hmm. just l- l- take a look at the um, – take a look at the um, – 
the domestic mm-hmm. domestic issues okay up dramatically. Oh yes, child drug, abuse. Drug, drug drug abuse, suicide, suicide, depression, child anxiety. abuse, depression. Oh, yeah, all of these things are mm. out there. Oh, and yeah. uh, mom and dad fighting over money. You mm-hmm. know, you can't do. We don't have mm-hmm. our. You know, all of these things are out there. Yep. And then you look at the number of deaths we've had to COVID nineteen. Thank you. Exactly. And I'm going to go back about. Uh, about nine weeks ago, nine, mm-hmm. ten weeks ago, mm-hmm. in Italy on one day, 400 people passed, and their average age was about 80 years old. And I, have, okay. now my, you know, I was born in Italy, and I made some phone calls. Oh, I didn't know that. To make a long story short, mm-hmm. I did I did reach out to the governor's office. I mm-hmm. said, look, uh, and I sp- to, to the uh, chief of staff and to the legislative director, I spoke to both of them. Mm-hmm. I said, what you need to do, I told them about Italy. This is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Test the employees going into these nursing homes yep. and lock them down. Yep. Lock them down. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody in. Mm-hmm. Instead of doing that, what we do is we put COVID patients back in and we go after businesses and yes. <laughs> and be- beat them up. Now, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, there's a nursing home in my district mm-hmm. that did exactly what I just said. Okay. Locked them down mm-hmm. and tested going in for the employees. Okay. They did not have one case, and it's a pretty big nursing home. Wow, that's amazing. So it can. Wow. So when you when you take it on, mm-hmm. I'm going to mention the name, Mrs. Bush. Okay. They did not have one COVID nineteen, wow. which is unheard of. That's, when you do it amazing. right, that's amazing. And you know that just goes to show you. You know, I believe that from the get go, from the beginning of all of this, we should have kept the sick and compromised at home, because one, Amen. the economy would have definitely suffered less, mm-hmm. less people on unemployment. Okay, there's also more people out getting exposed to it that are healthy so it can just so they can become immune. Mm-hmm. So they can pass it less, okay? It's less yeah. of a risk. So I'm not a doctor, I'm not gonna talk about medical things or if masks are safe or not, but I just think this could have been handled a little bit differently. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And, and and not to the extent that we went. Mm-hmm. Look, um, you, you killed the little the little guy, yep. and and that little guy might not come back. I'd say about twenty five percent of them. And in these areas right now, with this pilfering and all yeah. that stuff, I was missing forty. <laughs> you know, it might yeah. I mean, that that number might even increase more. Yeah, and, uh, especially in the big cities. Yeah, definitely. It, but my fear is, I mean, do you think that they'll come over and, you know, rush into the suburbs at all or maybe flood into the burbs or the boroughs? I mean, do you think that's a possibility? Well, they not? they were in the borough of Stroudsburg on Monday night. Yes, I heard We about had about 3,000. And mm-hmm. I have to tell you, I I was quite impressed how on, on how they mm-hmm. they handled it. I heard you know, it was a very it, peaceful protest. It, it was peaceful. That's good. Um, so it can be done. Yes, As a matter of exactly. fact, one of the police officers, an African-American police officer, were mm-hmm. at the front. Mm-hmm. Walked and held it, holding holding the young girl's hand that's and, great. and led the. That's awesome. That's you know that's great. But that's the way it should be. You yes. know what I'm saying? So you know, kind of like that cop yeah. that was on CNN recently. Um, I think it was in Missouri. I think so. And he was a white police officer, mm-hmm. but he led the rally. Yeah. And then they had dinner or they had a big barbecue afterwards. I was like, this is amazing. This yeah. is how things should be done. Please protest, please. Yeah. But peacefully. That is your right. Do not riot. When you. Protest peacefully, mm-hmm. people listen. Exactly. When you protest the way some of these protests are breaking, mm-hmm. vandalizing, and all that stuff, you've lost. The, you, the, oh. you, you. Yeah. First of all, the the gentleman that passed, mm-hmm. you, 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 pretty much what you said dishonored his memory yes. by doing that. Exactly. Because now you've become the story mm-hmm. and not 
exactly. honoring that person. Even like I think it was yesterday when Floyd's brother was speaking. Man, that brought me to tears, yeah. man. Yeah. That man was so passionate. Like, end this. Yeah. What are you people doing? Like, yeah. you don't see us doing this. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? This is not honoring my brother at all. Yeah. And it yeah. really is a shame. I feel bad for the Floyd family. I yeah. really do because they're becoming like the martyrs out of all of this. Yeah. The, the, and it's just, it's such a shame. I saw the wife this morning. Mm, uh, yeah, I saw and with, that. The, with the, with the, with the with little girl. With the little girl. Uh, yeah. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking yeah. that the little girl. And, you know, I was, my eyes were on her the whole time because I was like, man, you got to be wondering what she's thinking right now in that moment. Like, yeah. she has no idea what's going on, doesn't understand any of this. Yeah. And when she grows up, this is going to impact her. Oh my gosh! Yeah, what you know? Such a shame. Lost her dad, and you know yeah. that they'll always have that bad taste in their mouth always. from what happened. Yeah, always. And and it's you know it's a sh- it's a shame because a few bad apples yeah. spoil it for a lot of good people. And that's so true because I know so many awesome police officers out there. Oh my gosh! Literally give the shirt off their back for anyone. God, yeah. We have so. a police officer in our area holds events all the time mm-hmm. for cool. for, different, for, for different for uh, different charities and stuff charities. Like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Wow! Um, but and, and you and they're all all of them mm-hmm. together work for and it's all community stuff. Wow. A family with uh, cancer, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you know, he just that's jumps great. in and does it. So good and, community yeah. stuff, and really that's where yeah. it starts. It yeah. starts in your local community, you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, let's, okay, Wake, let's dive into you for a minute. I mean, why did you go into politics? Why did you, uh, why did you become a senator? I'm very curious, actually. Well, it's a long story, if I, uh-huh. I, but I'm going to... The short version. To say, <laughs> to say politics, mm-hmm. I'd have to start at the beginning. Okay. I, I moved into a community mm-hmm. um, in, uh, in Mount Pocono, okay. and they were building the Kmart Shopping Center okay. at the top of the mountain, mm-hmm. and below this mountain were homes. Okay. So in those days, and they put this big basin up on top, mm-hmm. all the water that went into the ground now mm-hmm. goes into this basin. Okay. So the runoff from that basin mm-hmm. is affecting homes oh. on the on the hill. They've oh. gotten a, a swamp behind, in their backyards, mm-hmm. mosquitoes, flooding. Some mm-hmm. people were getting water in their homes. Wow. So I, I went, I took photos of it, and I, mm-hmm. I have them in my desk. At, if I That's knew this cool. question was coming, <laughs> I would have brought the photos. <laughs> So I went to the council. I mm. says, "You guys can't. How are you approving this? This mm. is what's happening to these to, to these homes down here." Mm-hmm. And it fell on deaf ears. So yeah. I, in my community, registered everybody. We went. Mm. Uh, we had three people run for council. All one. Mm. I ran for mayor. Right. And uh, that's right. You were within one year. Mm-hmm. We took care of that. All that's of that. Good. All of that water went underground mm. with a, with clean outs. Good. Put a filter in the in the uh, in the uh, basin, mm-hmm. and they paid. For it, the the, the wow. shopping center, but all they had to do was demand it, you know. Yeah, exactly. To make a long story short, that's where it started. I said, "Wow, this wow. isn't bad," you know. That's cool. So that's that, pretty cool. But that was yeah. it was, and normally when somebody gets involved mm-hmm. in politics, it was over an issue, yes. something Always. that put a bad taste in their mouth, yep. and that's and that's what what drove him into mm-hmm. it. So from there, I uh, in 1999, I uh, won uh, for a county commissioner. Okay. I was the chair of the county commissioners, and uh, I did that for two and a half years until mm-hmm. a new seat was uh, put put in Monroe for a house seat. Okay, for state representative, right? State representative, okay, nice. and I ran for it, and um, 12 and a half years later, mm-hmm. um, they put a new seat again uh-huh. <laughs> for, in Monroe and Northampton, I ran yeah. for that. But, That's uh, great. Um, I enjoy public service, and That's when great. somebody picks up that phone mm-hmm. um, and has a problem, it's been everywhere, mm-hmm. and my staff is able to help them, mm-hmm. we're in seventh heaven, because to me, that's, awesome. that's what it's about. We're there for the yes, people. Definitely. And, and that's what it should uh, be about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, what is your next uh, move? Like, I mean, do you have higher aspirations than this? I, I love what I'm doing yeah, right now. That's great. I'm at a point that when you call as a senator mm-hmm. to a to a, it, you have a little bit more being having mm-hmm. been a rep mm-hmm. is a little bit more of a, especially when you call it one of the like the Department of Labor or whatever yeah. because you approve those guys exactly. The governor appoints them, mm-hmm. but we have to interview them mm-hmm. and we have wow, to. So so when that happens, mm-hmm. you know, just like in uh, in D.C. Uh, and mm-hmm. any any uh, the uh, uh, chief of staff whatever outside yeah. of the chief of staff, but all the agents. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to be approved by uh, the Senate. Oh, okay. And wow. it's the same thing. It's the same thing here in wow. the, in the, in the hey, state. So, Austin, we yeah. we have to go to a break. Oh, okay. Um, cool. But uh, we really thank the senator for coming in. Yeah, thank Those you so much. Those grassroots uh, mm-hmm. stories uh-huh. of Kmart is yeah. where all of us, Ron Beitler, who's mm-hmm. going to be on next, mm-hmm. myself, starting in local government, all started. Yep. So we thank you for your service. We thank, thank you. you for doing everything you're doing to open up mm-hmm. the state. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Thank you so much. Well, for thank you. It's been show. a pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks thank for you so coming much. in. My pleasure. My thank pleasure. You. This program is brought to you in part by Queen's Nutritional Products, 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Queen's Nutritional Products, we carry a complete line of vitamins, herbs, minerals, health and beauty products, and so much more. Queen's has low prices, wide selection, friendly service, and quality products. Queen's is offering curbside pickup. Call ahead with your order and credit card and give us some time to get it together. Call us when you get here and we'll bring it out to you. Walk-in customers are welcome by wearing a mask. This week's special include 25% off on all vitamins, including Mega Food, Natural Factors, Bach Flower Remedies, Country Life, Gyro, Carlson. This week's organic items by the pound include almonds for $7.99, dried roasted peanuts for $4.99, dried cranberries for $5.99, quinoa for $5.99, coconut sugar for $3.99, chia seeds for $8.99, goji berries $7.99 per 8 ounce. This week's Specials include walnuts, $4.95 a pound, California pears, $5.99 a pound, roasted salted and non-salted cashews, $6.99 a pound, California raisins, $2.50 per 15-ounce box, black mission figs, $3.99 a pound, and these sales are good now through June 12th, while supplies last. Curamen and Curamad, Prevagen, Queens, and Life Extension products are 20% off regular the retail prices every day. Senior citizens age 60 and over receive 10% off regular retail every day. Some exclusions apply. Don't forget, Queens has fruit and nut trays available for your shopping convenience. And find us on the website, www.queensnutrition.net. Queens Nutritional Products promotes a higher level of health and longevity. So stop by Queens Nutritional Products, 1450 Pennsylvania Avenue in Allentown, or call us at 610-691-6644. That's 610-691-6644. Aging is inevitable, and parts of the process can be unpleasant. As you get older, your immune system gets weaker. That's why we see more severe infections in older people. Dr. Gregory Poland, who heads up the Mayo Clinic Vaccine Research Group, says it's why vaccines become especially important as you get older. And it's why his team at Mayo Clinic looks for ways to tailor vaccines to better protect older people. There are three influenza vaccines, 
one shingles vaccine and one hepatitis B vaccine that have been designed around those issues and that work better than the standard vaccines in older people. He says it's important to note that these vaccines aren't perfect and won't always prevent you from getting an illness, but they do protect you from complications from illnesses like the flu. So you might have had sniffles or fever, you were home for a day or two from work, but you didn't get hospitalized, you didn't get pneumonia, and you didn't die. For the Mayo Clinic News Network, I'm Ian Roth. Sandy's Mobile Notary Services serving Lehigh and Northampton counties can be reached at 484-201-5048. That's 484-201-5048. It's 1033. This is the WGPA Sunny 1100 AccuWeather forecast. Partly sunny, breezy, warm, and humid this afternoon. Could see a severe thunderstorm. That could bring some flash flooding. Large hail, damaging wind, high 85. A thunderstorm this evening. Otherwise cloudy, warm, and humid tonight, low 65. Sunny clouds tomorrow. A shower, thunderstorm in the afternoon. The daytime high tomorrow at 86. For WGPA Sunny 1100, I'm AccuWeather Steve Williams. It's 76. Six degrees with 64% humidity. You're listening to the new Sunny 1100 WGPA Bethlehem. Hey, welcome to Senator Scavello's uh, office here. He's still taking phone calls uh, off the air. Wow, what a what an exciting day. Hey, we have uh, two more guests today. Uh, Robert Hoffman from uh, Restore Lehigh County. And uh, we want to learn a little bit about what that is and learn a little bit more about Robert. And uh, also Ron Beitler, who's the uh, Lower McCungie, uh Township uh, Commissioner, Supervisor, whichever you want to call it. It's Commissioner now, right? It's Commissioner now. Commissioner yeah. now. And uh, he's got a resolution or his board plans on uh, working on a resolution to pass tomorrow night. Uh, uh, letting the governor know they want to open things up. So let's start with Robert over here. Let us uh, give us a little bit of background on yourself and uh, why you started uh, Restore Lehigh County. Hey, Glenn, thanks. I uh, really appreciate being here with you all excited. And uh, I don't want to take up too much time with that because more than anything, I'm excited about what Ron's doing down there in Lower Mac. And uh, that's what we all should be uh, focusing on right now. It's how we can encourage our leaders like Ron uh, to keep doing great things on our behalf. Um, I started uh, Restore Lehigh County after um, testifying before Lehigh County Commission a few weeks back. Um, my background is in uh, mental and behavioral health, and so I put up a uh, position paper for them to review that that looked at the uh, likely, not likely, but the imminent uh, likelihood that we would start seeing deaths of despair and um, uh, what what the second order effects of the decisions that were being made without public engagement. And um, I was frankly, after going back and reviewing the video of that commissioner's meeting, really discouraged by the tone and what I saw as perhaps even um, a spirit among some of the commissioners that they were uh, able to act with impunity and that it, it suggested to me that there's been very little accountability or insight into what it is exactly these commissioners do every other week when they get together. Right. Well, I know everybody's struggling and we've been hearing it. We had Dr. Erickson on this show 
And, uh, you know, he's right there on the ground in California, and he knew. And he, he suggested all the things that we were talking about. Uh, he saw this. And I think, you know, the date of April 15th is when we really kind of hit the peak. Yeah. And and once and that was when we flattened the curve. So it's, I, I want to speak to that quickly. I I was doing the data analysis. I have training in public health. So before I even got into the thing with the county or Star Restore Lehigh County, for two months I was tracking and analyzing so the data. So was I. <laughs> and, uh, and there were hundreds of people engaging around that and finding hope because we were being told by the media, hey, millions of people are going to die Everyone's going to get this. You're all going to be at home sick, suffering, and and I wasn't seeing it. I saw the Wuhan data set back in February, and I said, "Look, it's sad, but our our nursing homes are going to get smoked if we don't get in there and get get very um, aggressive best practices in around there." And that's where all the focus should have been. And what do we see instead? Some of the most um, foolish, you know missteps that anyone with basic understanding of public health could have prevented. Honestly, and again, as Austin said in the first inter- uh, interview with the, the senator, you know, we're not doctors, we're, yeah. you know, but yeah. we were looking at the numbers and, and we uh, uh, said, wow, this is a lot, is with the age, we had the Lehigh County coroner on, gave us a, a, a number of 78 years old and then the following week it was 80 years old so you you uh, as far as deaths uh within lehigh county and um you know anybody who knows the current age life expectancy of somebody 78 years old and so if you get covid19 you lift to 80 I mean right. that. I mean that's making it as simple as possible for people to try to yeah. understand. And we were talking about that for two months. You I know. talked to. Here's something else to point out. I talked to nurses. Um, a lot of people don't realize people at that age are living with extraordinary medical interventions, suffering most times. Many of these people, unfortunately, were pulled out of relatively peaceful palliative environments. And placed in hospitals to die by themselves in agony, intubated, without understanding what was happening. Um, That's got to be hurtful in itself. Think I about mean, that. that. And then I, their family couldn't mourn them together. And the people were telling them, you don't go visit your mother. Yeah. You know? So you and the grandkids can't go visit your mother. And and this is the life that we were, you know, and, and are still at, really, here in Lehigh County and, and Northampton County and till hopefully tomorrow or so. Uh, let's talk about a little bit to uh, about Ron. What what are you up to? And and just give us a little bit of your background. Sure, sure. Yeah, thanks uh thanks Glenn for <clears throat> having me. Uh Glenn's an old friend and it's uh real great to see you again and um thanks for having me on the show, but I, I'm a, I'm in I'm in cemetery mowing clothing when I go home. <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's to right. mow some cemeteries. Yeah, yeah. So so as a matter of background, I'm I'm the president of the Lower McCunji Board of Commissioners and uh Lower McCunji Township is actually the uh third largest municipality in in the two counties that comprise the Lehigh Valley. So we're so we're large. We're actually larger than the uh city of uh of Easton and we're the biggest suburban community in the area. And so as we're, we're dealing with the, the fallout from these decisions that are made uh, at the state level uh, relative to everything that Robert uh, is so, so eloquently uh, outlines of his background in health care, um, 
we're put in a situation as local elected officials now where, where yes, you know, we're, we're forced to sort of respond to decisions that are made uh, at levels uh, above our, our, our pay grade, you know, mandates or, or edicts rather that come down from the state. But the way our board, you know, really all five of us sort of look at things is that, you know, it, it's not good enough for us to simply sit here and kind of put our hands in the, in the air and say, you know, there's nothing we can do. Um, we've never subscribed to that attitude. So, so really, you know, in that theme, there's, there's two things that we're, we're taking action on um, to try to deal with this. You know, first of all, background, you know, we really do feel like our residents in Lower Mukunjee Township, when there was a lot of unknowns when this thing was sort of facing us down and materializing, we did. My, my residents took this seriously as, as we learned together about this and what we were facing. And, and, and we social distanced and we flattened the curve. And, and you did. And, you know, Dr. Erickson, when he was on this show, he said the same thing. You know, let's take a look at what, what's happening. And, uh, you know, as data became available through what was really happening... That's when he went public and said, listen, you guys keep reporting the same thing and we're not seeing, you know, the same numbers you guys are seeing that the media continued to spill out and some of our government officials and and you've done the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and just to to emphasize, you know, at at no point did we discount the potential severity of this. But once we were Mm -hmm. accumulating data and we understood what the situation was, on the ground, you know, we we were we were changing our, our, our opinions and understanding of the of the situation, and you know, it's, it's a very real. Lower Mac has a a significant amount of of nursing homes, and, and that has been stated that that's where mm-hmm. the issue has been, and sadly, you know, we've seen a number a number of deaths in those nursing homes over eighty. And let me let me stop you there. It's not Lower Macungie's responsibility no. to take care of the, the nursing home. It's the state's responsibility to take care of the nursing home. And the governor has completely and his team has completely failed at taking mm-hmm. care of our senior citizens in Lehigh and North Yeah, I completely County. agree. Yeah. 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 Complete miscarriage. Yeah. And, yeah. and we, oh, yeah. you know, per- personally, you know, we, uh, myself and some other volunteers who worked with you, we took it on upon ourselves to work with a local company called uh, Smooth On, who who does some hmm. manufacturing, and and they pivoted as as great private companies and good corporate partners do to to manufacturing uh, actually hand sanitizer, and we delivered them to uh, senior citizens in the township who are 80 and older because that's where the problem is, that's where the risk is. So anyhow, where where we're at now, again with that theme of we're not the type of people who just want to put our hands up and say there's nothing we can do. Uh, tomorrow night at our at our board of commissioners meetings, we'll be considering uh, two resolutions, and they're designed to work hand-in-hand hand, uh, and really to focus on our township business community and aimed at helping our, our local economy uh, recover. So, so the first resolution is, again, dealing with the hand that we're being dealt, where the governor is dictating when we're moving on to these various phases. So, of course, Friday, we're moving to the uh, yellow phase, which gives uh, businesses a little more flexibility in their operations, but still very, very severely restricted so this resolution resolution is aimed at reinforcing that the township, uh, what we can control, is standing ready to work side by side with these local business as restaurants and stores are allowed to be somewhat more operational as they attempt to adjust the constraints that are that are set not locally but by the state. So the idea is to get our local government, which we can control, out of the way as these businesses fight for their survival and, let and try me to sto- evolve. And let me stop you there. And I know you. I know you for years. Your intention isn't just for business. Your intention is for people to have a job to go to. The people to have the ability 
to take care of themselves. Absolutely. It's not can – I, can I jump yeah, in? Yeah, please do. Business and markets are not merely economic functions. Ron, Ron is speaking of businesses, gym owners. I lost my cousin this week to a drug overdose. He mm-hmm. didn't have the gym for the last two months. That's what would normally keep him healthy and clear. Mm-hmm. Okay? I wow. We lost I, him. We lost uh, – wow. People, married people are being lost because the normal life, the services that they come to rely on to, to keep themselves going are down. Yeah, and so Ron's going to see this in his township if he can't see his folks get back to work. And it's not just that people aren't making money; it's that they provide us things that we desperately need to live. And and that's where we're getting the bad bite when somebody says all you care about is the businesses and tax revenue and stuff. I don't give a crap about any of that stuff. I care Mm. about the individual hair cutter who has one child who has to go to cut hair Mm -hmm. and can't cut hair Mm -hmm. to make a living to feed her child because the state has not given her an unemployment check that was promised 10 weeks ago and she still hasn't had it. What is wrong with this society? I I know. If I can give one more example that's um, education related. Um, you know, we're not realizing what's happening. This is impacting our most vulnerable, worst of all. So mm-hmm. I'll use an example of a young kid, teenager, 504 plan, has busted his butt now for years to get into the program and do what he's supposed to do, looking forward to going to Votech in ninth grade, and suddenly he's thrown into an online format with no supports. And we're mm-hmm. talking about an individual in four years now who could be a productive in- individual in our community. And because he gets thrown into a bad hand that he doesn't have support for, now he's uh, he doesn't get to go to tech. In four years, we end up seeing this kid in the criminal system. Right, these are the kinds of very real stories yeah. that are going to happen, <laughs> and they're going to create second-order effects, and yep. they're going to take more than a generation to solve. Yep. Yeah. And, and every day we wait, the ta- the trajectory becomes worse and worse. It does. And, you know, I'm going to kind of play off that because I just got a call, actually, from uh, from the schools, you know, where I live. You know, they give a call out to all the parents and everybody. And they were saying that uh, basically school may not be the same still this year. Like, they don't even know in September if they're going to be open yet or not. I'm just like, oh, my God, this is insane. It's insane. Well, I thought the schools were closed prematurely when Mm. the governor prematurely closed them. But Mm. let's get back to Ron. Mm -hmm. We cut you off a little bit. No, no, no problem. Good good conversation. Yeah, so, so again, that that first resolution is the response to the township asking business owners the question, you know, how how can we help you? Because, Glenn, you know, too often the focus of government is is putting up barriers, and and we're interested in taking down those barriers, especially during this, this trying time. So the second resolution... Um, is is aimed at sending a very clear message uh, uh, to the governor, um, urging him, urging Governor Wolf and the Pennsylvania Department of Health to rely on local expertise from from our health networks, which which Robert was talking about earlier. Um, and and Ron, you know, maybe like the heads of infectious disease at Lehigh Valley. And- <laughs> Country yes, who are right here in Publicly Lehigh County, and and we're not going to take their word for it. Exactly, we're going to take the word of a guy who's probably in Florida right now. Yep, probably uh, our governor. 
I mean, yep. I don't understand or how Fauci we can't is. take the word from Lehigh Valley Hospital and mm-hmm. St. Luke's Hospital. Yeah, we think we think that that conversing with those people would make a little sense. Not, not, <laughs> I'm sure they are, but taking the things that they're hearing from those folks a little more seriously, like you know mm-hmm. the interview on uh, I saw the other day with with, with uh, Richard Anderson from St. Luke's, and, and the quote was, you know, right now I think he, you know, of course the governor and his staff are being a little overzealous in keeping the state locked down. Yeah, and, and, well, and we yes, agree. Well, Definitely. you know, again, I hate to go back to. Dr. Uh, Erickson, but he said, and he projected this, hospitals are going to have to cut staff. Mm -hmm. And if there is a second wave, and we need more help, if there's a second wave this fall, guess what? You're going to have hospitals that are going to be skeleton staff instead of... They're in a death spiral. Yeah. They're down 80% revenue in some cases, month over month. Yeah. Wow. You don't dig out of that overnight. No. No, No, it's going to take generations, as you mentioned. But anyway, let me go back to uh, restore. Well, did, did Ron finish? I mean, did well, that that was that was the meat of it, and, and the actual words of, of the resolution that we're we're going to to. Uh, I didn't to mean to consider. No, that's that's quite all right. <laughs> I the, get excited. The actual about words that, that we're considering is you know we're encouraging the, the governor to consult with local Lehigh Valley health professionals and determining how Lehigh County and Lower Mukunji Township in particular can move from the upcoming yellow phase to the green phase in the most expeditious manner possible. Yeah, and past the green phase at uh, very yeah, soon. Be- because, by yes. the way, green is the new yellow, if you right. haven't seen. Right. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I talk to my local restaurants. Mm-hmm. They don't feel great about green. They're, no. They're, no. No. If I came Same. to anyone tomorrow and said, uh, if I went to the waiter tomorrow and said, uh, you're going to be back in business, but by the way, you only get half of what you normally get. You, you'll figure out how to make that work, right? Right. Yeah. Well, I I I, just, I have a really good friend, and I won't mention the name, but he has a son, uh, and, and uh, he buses tables, you know. And of course, he can't do it. He's only 19. He just graduated high school. This is what pays his car. This is what pays his thing. Well, guess what? Are they going to call him back? And guess what? By the way, he was ineligible for unemployment because he was still in high school when he started. So now it's a young adult who can't even survive on his own and has to rely on his parents. Well, Glenn, yep. you, you, you know what I do for, for a living. and yeah, I, am, I am a small business owner, and, and my business is uh, completely shut down now and for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. And you know, to tee off what the senator said a, a little bit earlier, um, we've had a real uh, a lack of communication problem from the state and the federal government oh. concerning these programs that are supposed to help us. You know, the yes, PPP program, don't even get me started oh, me, on it. Me either. You know, the, the communication, Ugh. it seems like the right hand is not talking to the left hand. And mm-hmm. I have good friends who own restaurants, hair salons, et cetera, and they're, they're struggling m- mightily. So. Yeah. I, now, what business do you own? I'm not familiar with that. So we do we do um, we do wedding. Uh, we're in, we're in the wedding industry. Yeah, okay. This, we is, do when wedding, you, this is when films. you get to well, promote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's promote that business. It's not my it's not my style and nature. That's <laughs> yeah, okay. To, to promote away. my business. Yeah. But what yeah, we, we we have a business. We do wedding, uh, photography, films, DJ, entertainment, etc. Cool. So so obviously so you must know Kevin Romali then. 
I do. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's I a do. good friend of mine. Friend, cool, friendly, cool. friendly competitor. So cool. Yes, he's, yes. He's a good guy. Yeah, he he's, is, he's yes. a shark. He's a real good. Yes, boy. he is, man. He yeah, is. absolutely. <laughs> Love Kevin. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, you know, my my business is contingent on very large public gatherings. Yes, so, it is. And I do get it. You know, there, there's concern, and yeah, and I think you know, folks who are planning their weddings and and mm. want to invite grandma who's 85 years old, mm. that that is someone you want to be concerned about. And, wow. and now, with your business, have you had cancellations far into fall yet, or no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, we you know, weddings, people love their fall. The spring and spring yeah, weddings. No, exactly, spring right? is about a fifth of my yeah. yearly revenue. You know, wow. the end of April, May, and June. So wow. that that money hmm. is gone now. Now a lot of these folks are are rescheduling and postponing into 2021. I actually had uh, the one of the first people who postponed twice. So they tried to get get it in the early July. They're they're realizing wow. now that yeah, it's not going to happen because of the mixed messages coming exactly. from the state government that that's might yeah. not be feasible. And so wow. uh, they're moving into 2021. So it's deferred revenue. How, however, those uh, that capacity in 2021 is now gone and I can't take yeah. additional. So yeah. it's, well, it's, and, it's and hit again, me and I'm not going to get that money back. Not, mm-hmm. Well, you're not going to get that money back or a portion of that money back because you could have been somewhere else at a different mm-hmm. wedding. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or at yeah. a different DJ. This is lost revenue. Revenue. And we've talked about this on this show is how much revenue has been lost to mm. the government as well as oh, far yes. as Social Security t- uh, tax. Yep. Uh, we just went through the realtor thing, mm-hmm. the amount of transfer tax. I know in Lower Makunji, M- uh, M- you rely heavily on transfer tax. Uh, you know, Glenn, you watch out what we're going to see in Lehigh County. Their their prepaid mortgage tax payments are down 25%. I that saw that. Coincidentally, it's close to the 25% uh, unemployment number. I, w- I would not be waiting for that money to come home in the back half of 2020 if I was the controller. Yeah. Well, and I'm no longer the controller. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, those are real numbers. And I saw that, that Tim Reeves had made that point. And those are critical. And... and we're looking at 20% loss of revenue yeah. in lower mass. So, so now we're going to have governments that are either going to have to cut services or increase taxes. There's no – or both. So, you know – Tax people when there's 25% unemployment. So right. That works out. I know. Well, and that's, that's the reality of what's going on where you go back to business and you say – Business needs to operate in order to give people jobs. If people have jobs, they can afford to pay their taxes uh, no matter how hard it is, but they can move forward at least. When you're con- continuing to constrict things, it doesn't help in the yeah, process. Yeah, municipal government, um, we don't have the ability to print cash you yeah. know, or, or go into deficit spending. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, balance, we balance budgets, yeah. so we're not sitting on piles of cash. So 20% no. loss of revenue for us is a, is a big deal. Yeah. It, it definitely is. Let me let's talk about restore uh, Lehigh County. Uh, how many members are we up to? I think we're about twenty two hundred as of yesterday. Yeah. And um, uh, the gal that that admins that with me, Kate, um, also runs um, reopen Lehigh County schools because make no mistake, as if not more important than than looking at county government is what's going to be happening when there's fiscal shortfalls for these schools. So, um, but even more important than that, these kids' butts need to be in their seats this fall. I agree. And I don't say that pejoratively. I say that as a concerned community member who knows the difference these schools make in these kids' lives. For some of them, again, the most vulnerable, these schools are the difference between life and death in in certain cases. Yeah. So these schools need to be open. So combined, we're about 3,000 members. Um, That's great. And no matter how many uh, months. 
<laughs> like, when did you start that group? <laughs> we were at we were at close to two thousand in a week. Wow. Yeah. Well, it, I, it, I I mean, I I've been I've been um, sort of people have been critical that oh, there's bad things popping up on your site. I mean, mm. you I, I work full time. I teach. I've got yeah. four young children under the age of seven. I've done my absolute best to moderate it. Yeah. I regularly post, let's keep this civil. But, yep. I mean, I can't help that this started a brush fire and people people are on fire right now. I yeah, agree. I can tell you I invited, I don't know how many people. It may have even been you mm. too, Ron. But there was so. a lot of people that I invited uh, to that. And a lot of them are very active and mm. very uh, measured mm. and in, and feel the same way. We all do that. Time is to get back to work, and mm-hmm. that, and you know we can continue to social distance and continue to do the things as precautions as mm-hmm. necessary. But to stop people who are not sick and mm-hmm. healthy from working and taking care of their family, you lose yes. pride, yes. and you get sick, and some of those very things that we talked about mm-hmm. earlier happen. You know. Ron, Ron's business, for instance, this is no s- small matter. I, I have folks whose life's dreams went down the tube, weddings that, yep. you know, people who aren't going to be here next year who were looking forward to seeing their granddaughter get married before they pass on, mm-hmm. um, you know, those weddings are gone. They're never coming back for that person that's not going to be here next year to see it. Yeah. Um, yep. And that's so a good point to bring up. Yeah. I, I want to, mm-hmm. you know, I want to just restate we're looking as a community to folks like Ron and Lower Mac to lead us out of this. And we're looking to see that spill over and start impacting our county level leadership mm-hmm. and, and impacting them to start changing their minds about what needs to be done. Yeah, well, yeah, somebody's got to take the bull by the horns. And I know yeah. one thing uh, uh, Ron brought up, uh, what I've seen in my 22 years mm-hmm. I didn't care if you agreed with me or disagreed with me. Mm-hmm. I made time to talk to you. I mean, I was open and mm-hmm. honest mm-hmm. and forthright in returning your calls and and mm-hmm. doing my like Mar- like Mario Scavello does. He's mm-hmm. taking phone calls here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. you're seeing a different attitude that people no longer want to talk about it as if they yeah. want to shove it into a a corner and act like it's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I heard one comment was, uh, "Well, the governor's too busy uh, to, uh, you know, to to uh, talk to him and and ask him for, you know, you know, why can't we open up Lehigh County?" Mm-hmm. So um, we got one minute, one fifteen minute seconds of closing. <laughs> each one of you. <laughs> Go ahead. So, you know what? Um, I just want to say something. I think that, uh, you know, what's going on, I think that what I'm really curious to see is after these riots are over, where's the spike going to be at? Is there going to be a spike? You know, and if there isn't a spike, why are we not open yet? That's what I'd love to know because that's really where that's where I'm that's where I'm at at this point. I want to see where's the spike at after this because I've not heard anything about COVID in over a week. And you know what? I'm actually kind of curious now what's going on. We saw weeks ago that New York City put out 21% prevalence rate. Mm-hmm. I, I've always believed that the prevalence rate was much higher, mm-hmm. meaning that yep. the, the the case fatality rate is much lower. Oh, definitely. I think we're going to find out very soon. Mm-hmm. This has been far more widespread than we realized, yeah. and we're all doing just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and just super quick, I know we're out of time. You know, Lower Mac is going to continue to to advocate with state government to make, you know, rational data-driven decisions to get us back to to normal as soon as we can. But in the interim, we're going to do everything 
everything we can at the local level to help local businesses thrive and survive as they deal with the situation that um, they're facing through no fault of their own. So we, I want to hear from local businesses, your local business in the township. Tell me how we can get regulations, get government out of your way, and help you help you get opened up. Well, that's the important thing. Till next week, uh, let's have a great day. You've been listening to the Glenn Eckhart Show. Catch us Wednesdays at 10 a.m. on WGPA and streaming at sunny1100.com. Won't you take me back to school?